Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. So over the next couple of episodes, maybe three, we will see. I am going to be doing our summer readings from the small book, The Green Letters by Miles J. Stanford. I hope that you'll enjoy them. I hope that you will share them. And I hope that you will give us a five-star rating and take a couple of minutes to write a one, two, or three-sentence review. This really does help us get the message out and cause others to be able to find Tent Talk Podcast. So, love you all. Thanks for being a part of all that we're doing here and letting us be a part of your life. Hey everybody, since I mentioned identification uh, a few times in the reading from uh, our last chapter that we uh, shared together here on Tent Talk this past episode, and I do hope you enjoyed the bonus episode uh, with my friend Dan Dunn, but here on this episode of summer readings I want to go to identification from green letters just a short short chapter but so rich so much to think upon and allow Holy Spirit to make real because these are often words we hear it's just like when we toss around righteousness sanctification so many of us as believers we don't even know what these things mean and do we take the time to say wait just a minute I can't I I can't say I am a Christian and know nothing of my salvation. Do I understand? Have I taken the time in discipleship, in the truest sense of the word, the education of the sons of God? Do I know? So I want you to have a better understanding of identification so that you can identify with Christ in all things as he has identified with you. When he became sin, he identified with us. So, here we go. Chapter 8, The Green Letters, Identification. As our thinking moves along from the substitutionary birth truths onto the identification growth truths, it might be good to consider briefly what leaders honored of God through the years have to say about identification as centered in Romans 6. Evan H. Hopkins, quote, The trouble of the believer who knows Christ as his justification is not sin as to its guilt, but sin as to its ruling power. In other words, it is not from sin as a load or an offense that he seeks to be freed, for he sees that God has completely acquitted him from the charge and penalty of sin, but it is from sin as a master. To know God's way of deliverance from sin as a master, he must apprehend the truth contained in the sixth chapter of Romans. There we see what God has done, not with our sins, that question the apostle dealt with in the preceding chapters, but with ourselves, the agents and slaves of sin. He has put our old man, our original self, where he put our sins namely on the cross with Christ, knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, Romans 6, 6. The believer there sees not only that Christ died for him, substitution, but that he died with Christ, identification. 
This comes from Thoughts on Life and Godliness, page 50. It's a reference point for that quote. Now here's what Andrew Murray has to say. Quote, Like Christ, the believer too has died to sin. He is one with Christ in the likeness of his death, Romans 6, 5. And as the knowledge that Christ died for sin is our atonement, is indispensable to our justification, so the knowledge that Christ and we with him in the likeness of his death are dead to sin. It's indispensable to our sanctification. This is from Like Christ, page 176. Here is what J. Hudson Taylor has to say from Spiritual Secret, page 116. Since Christ has thus dwelt in my heart by faith, how happy I have been. I am dead and buried with Christ, I, and risen too. And now Christ lives in me, and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Nor should we look upon this experience, these truths, as for the few, they are the birthright of every child of God, and no one can dispense with them without dishonoring our Lord. Now from William R. Newell, out of Romans, verse by verse, page 227. To those who refuse or neglect to reckon themselves dead to sin as God commands, we press the question, how are you able to believe that Christ really bear the guilt of your sins and that you will not meet them at the judgment day? It is only God's word that tells you that Christ bear your sins in his own body on the tree. And it is that same word that tells you that you, as connected with Adam, died with Christ, that your old man was crucified, that since you are in Christ, you shared his death unto sin and are thus to reckon your present relation to sin in Christ as one who is dead to it and alive unto God. Now from Lewis Sperry Schaefer. The theme under consideration is concerned with the death of Christ as that death is related to the divine judgments of the sin nature in the child of God. The necessity for such judgments and the sublime revelation that these judgments are now fully accomplished for us is unfolded in Romans 6, 1 through 10. This passage is the foundation as well as the key to the possibility of a walk in the Spirit. This is from He That Is Spiritual, page 154. Now from R. Paxson. The old I in you and me was judicially crucified with Christ. Ye died, and your death dates from the death of Christ. The old man, the old self, in God's reckoning was taken to the cross with Christ and crucified and taken into the tomb with Christ and buried. Assurance of deliverance from the sphere of the flesh and of the dethronement of the old man rest upon the apprehension and acceptance of this fact of co-crucifixion. Life on the Highest Plane, Volume 2, pages 78 and 79. Oh, from our dear brother now, Watchman Nee. Our sins were dealt with by the blood. We ourselves are dealt with by the cross. The blood procures our pardon. The cross procures deliverance from what we are in Adam. The blood can wash away my sins, but it cannot wash away my old man. I need the cross to crucify me, the sinner. The Normal Christian Life, page 25. 
Now from L.E. Maxwell. Believers in Christ were joined to him at the cross, united to him in death and resurrection. We died with Christ. He died for us, and we died with him. This is a great fact, true of all believers. Christian Victory, page 11. Another quote from Norman B. Harrison. This is the distinctive mark of the Christian, the experience of the cross. Not merely that Christ died for us, but that we died with him. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him. Romans 6, 6. His side versus our side, page 40. Next quote from F.J. Hugel. If the great Luther, with his stirring message of justification by faith, had with Paul moved on from Romans 5 to Romans 6 with its amazing declarations concerning the now justified sinner's position of identification with his crucified Lord, would not a stifled Protestantism be on higher ground today? Might it not be free from its ulcerous fleshliness? (laughs) Might it not be free from its ulcerous fleshiness? The Cross of Christ, page 84. Another quote, Alexander R. Hay. The believer has been united with Christ in his death. In this union with Christ, the flesh, the body of sin, the entire fallen sin ruined, being with its intelligence, will, and desires is just, is judged and crucified. By faith, the believer reckons and counts himself dead unto sin. Romans 6, 3 through 14. New Testament Order for Church and Missionary, page 310. Now from T. Austin Sparks, quote, from What is Man, page 61. The first phase of our spiritual experience may be a great and overflowing joy with a marvelous sense of emancipation. In this phase, extravagant things are often said as to total deliverance and final victory. Then there may and often does come a phase of which inward conflict is the chief feature. It may be very much a Romans 7 experience. This will lead, under the Lord's hand, to the fuller knowledge of the meaning of identification with Christ, as in Romans 6. Happy the man who has been instructed in this from the beginning. Another quote from J. Penn Lewis. If the difference between Christ dying for us and our dying with him has not been recognized, acknowledged, and applied, it may safely be affirmed that the self is still the dominating factor in the life. Memoir, page 26. Quote from William Culbertson. Who died on the cross? Of course, our blessed Lord died on the cross, but who else died there? Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. Now, if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Romans 6, 6 6-8. From God's Provision for Holy Living, page 46. Another quote, Reginald Wallace. God says in effect, My child, as you reckoned on the substitutionary work of the Lord Jesus Christ for your salvation, now go a step farther and reckon on his representative work for your victory day by day. You believe the Lord Jesus died for your sins because God said so. Now take the next step. Accept by faith the further fact that you died with him. In other words, that your old man was crucified with him. The New Life, page 51. Now here is our last quote from the chapter. James R. McConkie. 
Because he died, death hath no more dominion over him. And because of our union with him, sin shall not have dominion over you, even though it is present in you. Our reckoning ourselves dead to sin in Jesus Christ does not make it a fact. It is already a fact through our union with him. Our reckoning is to be true only makes us begin to realize the fact in experience. The Way of Victory, page 16. My, 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 my friends. I tell you, I get so much fresh as I (laughs) read this to you and with you. Oh, I pray that you will think upon how many of those old saints just again and again and again are saying, this is our identification with him. I identify with him. Mm. Oh, think upon these things. But most of all, place your entire faith and trust in what he has already done. Do not attempt, my friends, to redo what he's done. So, I look forward to our next time together. Love you all. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady.com.